welcome you to Living Life and actually I also want to welcome you to the upper room for that's where we're going to find ourselves in today's text. It starts in John chapter 13 and we're going to be in the upper room in these Living Life devotions all the way to chapter 17. And what we have here is Jesus giving a leadership training seminar that the world could never give but yet so desperately needs. But he's got his disciples there and it's like a graduation address and Jesus knows that he's about ready to go out and be crucified but of course he's going to raise from the dead but he's going to ascend into heaven and now the work of the ministry is entrusted into these people and so he wants to make sure that they got it you know what is leadership and what is it all about and so in this, he's going to talk about abiding in him. He's going to talk about how they are his friend. Can you imagine that? Hearing Jesus say those words directly to you, that you're his friend. That would be so empowering. And then they're also going to know that they're outcasts in the world. Well, Jesus has a lot to say to them, but he begins with our text today, which is all about service. And so he wants them to know that one of the essential qualities of leadership is that we would serve one another. I mean, it's so easy to think in another direction and want to have all the power and prestige. And yet Jesus says, this is what you need to do. You need to serve. And Jesus isn't just going to say it. He's now going to show it to us in the text that we're going to hear read at this time. John chapter 13, verses 1 through 11. It was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord, Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, 
Those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said not everyone was clean. Well, I want to have you imagine that you're right now in that upper room with Jesus, and you're there with the disciples, and Jesus is now teaching you very important things. And you're, there's a lot of excitement because it's the Passover time, you're having a meal, and then all of a sudden, Jesus stands up and he's going to take the form of a servant. I mean, he's gonna take a towel and begin to wash the disciples' feet. Can you imagine yourself being in that place? I mean, this was a need for people back then, and so evidently there must not have been a servant who, when they came into the upper room, would have washed their feet, because it's now already mealtime, they've had the meal, and obviously then one of the disciples didn't think that it was their role to step in as the servant and wash everyone's feet. No, it's Jesus who gets up from the table and he performs a service that is needed at that time to wash the disciples' feet. And so we read about that in verse 4 where it says, So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. I mean, you might think that he would have stood up and wrapped himself with a royal purple robe. But that's not what the Bible says. I mean, we think that he might be able to take that robe because of what was just said in verse 3, where it says, Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So here we see Jesus' authority. We see his origin. We see his glory manifested, and yet he takes the form of a servant. And so he's really showing us so clearly, if you want to be a leader in God's kingdom, you have to be a servant. You need to be willing to serve. And we see this throughout Jesus's life, but of course we're going to see it especially when he serves God's people by going to the cross. Jesus said it this way once. He said, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. So that was really the great act of service that Jesus did in going to the cross. But at this time, there at that place, the way to serve was to wash the disciples' feet. We're called to serve, and it might mean that we might be called to wash someone's feet. I know that I actually did that. I was pastoring a church, and this custodian had done a lot of work. And so I called him into my office, and when he arrived, he asked me, well, what do you need me to do, pastor? And I said, well, I'd like for you to sit down, and I want to wash your feet. And he laughed, and he said, no, really, what do you want me to do? But then he noticed that I did have a basin, and there was water, and I had a towel. And so he realized I was serious. He sat down took his shoes and socks off, and I washed his feet. But more so, what I did while I was doing that 
is I wanted to just express to him how thankful I was for all his hard work. I mean, people can see what the custodian does at times, but there are so many other things that I know that he did, and I wanted him to know that we appreciated him and that there was value in what he was doing. And so right there in the office, washing his feet, I just had an opportunity to serve him, to just be there in giving him encouragement, edifying him. And I just ask you, is there an opportunity for you to serve someone? Maybe it is to wash someone's feet. It's interesting, when we were done, he put all of his, his shoes and socks back on, and, and then I just looked at him and I said, now it's time to go back and do your work. And for us, what do we do to serve one another? Well, we look for the needs that are around us. And I just want you to know that if you look closely, you're going to see that people need encouragement. And so may that be a step in the direction that you do today and throughout this week, that you would encourage, you would edify people, that you would be willing to come alongside people who are maybe going through a very difficult time. I just know for myself, there's so many people that I know that are having hard times, even dark nights of the soul. And I can serve them by coming alongside of them and really being there as a presence and to listen to them, encouraging them. Well, how can you serve those around you? Well, I pray that God would give you discernment and wisdom and then strength to go and do so. And let's serve one another, one of those essential qualities of leadership, and let's do so to God's glory and our joy. So as we close today's Living Life devotion, we recognize that we have now entered the upper room, and this is such an important place, an important time in holy history where Jesus was making sure that these guys really understand how they were going to go out and begin the church and be a part of God's kingdom building. And so he's going to give them this structure, this framework, or like a leadership training seminar and teaching them what leadership is. And as we've seen today, as we've just begun to be in the upper room, that it begins with service. And so we have to be ones who are willing to serve. You know, Peter was not willing for Jesus to serve him. He, he said, no, you're not going to wash my feet. But Jesus said, no, if you want to have a part of me, allow me to do this. We need to be people who are willing to reach out to others and to serve. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful that as we consider what life looks like in the kingdom of God, that, Father, we can see so clearly that you call us to serve, to help people, to encourage them, to come alongside of them. 
Father, we are so thankful that we're not alone in this, but we can look to Jesus and see that he serves us. And so, Father, we are encouraged. And I pray that as your people, we would be followers of Jesus all the way there, even to the point of maybe washing someone's feet, if that is a need. Father, help us to have eyes to see the needs around us so that we might serve. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world and stepping in closer. 